We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. Praise is you acknowledging God for His act and for who He is. Praise is a man acknowledging God for who he is and for his acts. Praise is a man acknowledging God for who he is and for his act. I want you, you know, carefully make, you know, to the best of my own knowledge, a little distinction between thanksgiving and praise. I'm of the opinion that when someone does something to you, you thank the person, isn't it? You say, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Even our little kids at home, when we give them candy or we do anything for them and they don't say anything, we say, what do you say? Then they say, thank you, daddy. Thank you, auntie, and all of those. I'm of the opinion that thanksgiving often comes or would be wholly required when something has been done for you. But for praise, I do not believe it is the same thing. You don't praise God just because of what God has done. You praise him for who he is. Glory to Jesus. In praising God, this is the power in it. You don't wait for the delivery of your testimony. In praising God, you don't wait for the manifestation, physical manifestation of that which you desire from the Lord before you do. You're just praising him, you know, for who he is. Just rejoicing in him. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm also of the opinion that someone who has, you know, a, 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 who is praise conscious will be also thank conscious to God. I remember in 2009 or 2010 when I was attending Wolfby, that's Word of Faith Bible Institute by Bishop David Oyedepo back home in Nigeria then. So, I mean, it was a Bible school, so there was this class we were taking. I can't remember the name exactly right now, but it has to do with something about praise or recognizing the power of praise and thanksgiving. And uh, uh, my instructor, our professor in my, that class said that we should all maybe in a day praise the Lord for just one hour. Many of us know how to bombard heaven with requests. Only a few fully understand how to praise. So we started. We started. We started. That's in your home alone. And I realized something. Should I tell you what I realized as of that period? It is easier to pray than to praise. At least for me. Then. Because you're going through, you know, tough times, challenging moments. And someone is saying you should give praise to God. So you then begin to look at your immediate environment and begin to say, so what exactly do I want to, you know, be praiseful for? What exactly do I want to thank him for? What exactly do I want to praise him for? But that is exactly what praise does. Hallelujah. Bible says, the sermon says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. But to get access into his court, you must come with praise. In other words, 
come uh, into the outer chamber with a heart of thanksgiving. To go into the inner chamber, you must be full of praise. Those who are praiseful are those who understand the potency of God as a person. As God. Those are the people who are very mindful of praising him. I've also discovered there is no way you can be praise conscious that you not be thank conscious. You would always want to praise would always pro provoke you know sense of, of gratitude and thankfulness you know from you straight on to God. The power of praise. In Psalm 54 verse number 6. Psalms 54 verse 6. Psalm 54 verse 6. The psalmist says, with the free will offering, I will, I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks and praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. Praise is a sacrifice. Praise is a sacrifice. Praise is a sacrifice. We should not be encouraged to praise God. But we should do it freely. No man, no man, either you are saved or you are not saved, you should not be persuaded, you know, to praise the Lord. You should do it out of a free will. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I just performed a test on your all. At first, I said, praise God. Hallelujah. I said again, praise God. Your voice went higher. Then I said for the third time, praise God. Some of you then went on clapping. Why did you have to wait for the third time before you clapped? Praise is a sacrifice. It must be done from a heart huh, of gratitude, filled with thanksgiving. Why did you have to be encouraged to be repeated before you praised him like he should be praised? When you are dealing with God, you are relating with God, you put your best foot forward. Glory to God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at the difference right now. So when someone say praise God or give God thanks, I don't think the preacher is trying to encourage you or to trying to, you know, spice you up and say, you know, as though, um, you know, um, um, that's what you want to do, you know, um, is, is only the, um, all the things that God needs. The Bible teaches us that if you fail to praise him, it says he's able to raise up stones. Stones, 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 what you call rocks here. You, you know, rocks. He will raise up rocks. Up, give them voice and mouth and ask them to begin to sing praises to him. When you're driving on the highway or you see trees and you see them bowing like this, blowing left, right, and center, what do you think they're doing? When you go see the ocean, you know, the way it's moving, you know, it's never static. What do you think it's doing? When you see a fish, you know, in the sea, you know, moving, you know, doing, you know, performing, you know, being itself and, you know, because that's the natural habitat, right? Doing things the way God created it. What do you think it's doing? Glory to Jesus. Every believer must know that praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. You can defeat your Goliath 
with a very praiseful heart. Praise is a weapon. Someone says, if you have prayed and prayed and you don't know what to do again, turn to praise. This time around, huh, you are praising him with every fiber of your being. Glory to Jesus. You know, I'm just, I'm having flashback memories now of 2009, 2010 and all. That I was just, after I went through the Bible school and my eyes were, were opened, you know, to the power of prayer, of praise. You know, and I would just get up in the middle of the night and just be dancing alone in my room. Thank you, Lord. I'm not praying, just praising. Sometimes I would go into my kitchen, pick, um, I was a bachelor, plates and spoon. Between, con, con, co, t, con, co, con, con, co, t, co, co. Thank you, Lord. And as I was doing it, you know one of the things I've discovered about praise? It evokes joy. It evokes joy. It evokes joy. It evokes joy. Many of the songs that I sing, you know, that I've never heard before, I got most of them in the place of worship or in the place of praise unto God. It evokes joy. So people come into God's presence and you have to be encouraging them. Lift up your hands up unto heaven. But when you're over speeding uh, and the, 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 the police sees you, you know, and presses their alarm or whatsoever, and they put you over. They don't tell you anything before you place your, your hands, you know, on your steering. You know what your hands up means? Surrender. So you find people come into the Lord's presence as though they were dragged. Do, do, do. They would just be like that. Like a statue. No disrespect to anybody. The Lord didn't make you a statue. A statue does not have a life. That psalm is in Psalm 150 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Everything that has breath should praise the Lord. Don't come into God's presence or praising or giving thanks, you know, and be like a statue. Whenever you're coming into the Lord's presence, maybe in your home or you're going to a physical church, the moment you are entering into that place, for you to even receive and be blessed by that service, you must open up your heart. People come into the Lord's presence as dignitaries. There is no dignity in God's presence. Though. There is only one dignitary, and that is Jesus. That's Jesus. It doesn't matter what title you hold in your offices. When you get into the Lord's presence, all those things, you've come to the presence of the one who owns you and who made you. Hallelujah. So in worship, in praise, you must be able to let him know, Lord, my title is nothing without you. Where I come from, they describe him as the king who all the kings pay homages to. God bless you, ma'am. Again I do, again I do. Where's Michael? Again I do. Do 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 do. Thank you, Jesus. Again I do, yeah. Again I do, yeah. Do 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 do. Give him thanks. Praise him. Praise him. 
thank you Jesus thank you 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 I give you thanks Jesus I thank you Lord thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you You know, I have a practice. I think I shared it before, but the Lord is asking me to share it again. Maybe some of you will cultivate it. You know what the practice is? When I wake up in the morning, as my leg or my feet is touching the ground, I bow my forehead, touching the ground. Thank you, Jesus. That's the greatest form of worship. I'm going to be taking you a series on worship soon. I think you should try it. Before you go to the washroom, before you pick your phone, and before you begin to do all those stuff you, you do. Huh? You know the joyful thing about it for me? When I travel, maybe lodge in a hotel or wherever place I am, I enjoy the fact that I'm able to bow my head to my creator. And I say, Lord, in this room, it gives me great pleasure yet again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. If there are days that I skip doing that, my conscience, the Holy Spirit himself, convicts me. Because the moment you begin to do such stuff, the spirit of the Lord himself, the Lord himself begins to expect it from you. It's like having a personal devotion or personal moment with God. When you don't show up, the Lord is already waiting for you. So if you say, I want to be praying 6 p.m. every day, and you've been doing that repeatedly, first month, second month, third month, when you don't show up again, the Lord is in that room, that space at that time, waiting for you to show up. So when you don't, you know what then happens? The spirit of the Lord begins to convict you. You've not given me praise today. These guys from the other religion, the Muslims, you know how you see the correct ones? Do you know how you identify them? Their forehead. This head, huh? This head, huh? Yoruba will say that instead of, you know, worshipping idols, it is the head that should be that one should be worshipping. You know what that means? This head is all the man has. This head is all the man has. When you see those guys, you know what they do? They bow, they bow, they bow, they bow. When you read also in the scripture, in the book of Revelations, that the 24 elders, they do not cease their night. All they are doing, bowing down their heads and saying, holy, 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 holy. Many times I've received several revelations. Some morning I'll wake up and I'll be like this. The moment my forehead touches the ground, I sense in my spirit your, your troubles are being swallowed up. Because I cannot be bowing to God and be bowing to man. I cannot be bowing to God every morning and be bowing to cancer. I cannot be bowing to God and be bowing to shame. I cannot be bowing to God and be bowing to lack. 
nowhere. I cannot bow. I cannot bow. Bow before you. And bow before man. No way. No, no, no way, yeah. Because you are, you are mine. Yes, you are. Jesus, you are. Yes, you are. You are my God. That songwriter says, I cannot bow before God and be bowing before man. There is no way. There is no way. There is no way. There is no way. Praise is a weapon. Are you conflicted? Are you troubled? That long-standing situation. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I gave you praise. The Lord is asking me for someone to do this. If this is yours, you will get it. The Lord says, you should hold a three-day praise and fasting. And I perceive that person is married. A three-day praise and fasting. A three-day praise and fasting. Choose whatever time you, you desire. And begin to pour your desires out onto the Lord. And see how the walls will begin to crumble. The same way the walls of Jericho fell down flat. And watch how they, begin to, they began to crumble. If you are that person, you're under the sound of my voice. Even if you're not married, but you have a long-standing issue you're confronting, do a three-day praise and fast. So in your room alone, just be moving around. You don't, you don't praise God like this. Praise God. Praise. It doesn't matter how your voice is sweet. Even if it's sweeter than Sister Priscilla's voice. Praise God. Praise God. No. The entirety of your being must sing it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And you'll be moving about. Praise God. 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 Will somebody praise him now? Praise God. Praise God. Revelation chapter number four, verses eleven. Revelation chapter number four, verse eleven. Revelations four eleven. John speaking in this book says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory. Number one, honor and power. Look at a semicolon. I've taught you how to read the Bible. That, that semicolon, you see, it's further accentuating the, the words or the phrases before that. So it's telling you why he's worthy. He's telling you why he deserves to receive the glory and honor and power. Why? Because you created all things. And by your will, your will alone, Jesus, everything that you created, they existed. So why praise God? It is his pleasure 
It's pleasure. It's pleasure. Somebody's under the sound of my voice and saying, so why should I praise God yet again? Because he is worthy to be praised. Psalms 18 verse 3. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. You say, where I come from in Africa? You say, the way mommy dress. Look at mommy. Turn to mommy. Okay, we sister mommy for a day like this, for example. This is a typical African dressing to church. Should I tell you the truth? What she, the way you see her attired, it's an expression of her gratitude to God. Even when I was growing up, my mother, I don't know if you were like that, Sister Priscilla, we had special clothes for Sundays. We don't wear nonsense. We don't wear rubbish. Because we are going into the presence of the King. We are going into the presence of the God of the universe. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So where I come from in Africa, when you are having an event, say a wedding, or say Barry Fonra, for example, they have, you know, musical people, what do you call them? Artist, band. Huh? You may have money in your pocket. Some stats may even be in your car and you say you will not spend it. But you know what? The artist understands eology. How to sing praises of you. The more they are singing your own praises, your head will be swelling. You will just start busy, your protocol. Bizu, go into the car. It's in the trunk. Go and bring me more words of cash. You say to Bizu, you finish everything. Then Bizu will tell you, Pastor, the money is finished. Really? Take my ATM card. Take my ATM card. Take my ATM card. Go get more money. You would have spent the whole money sometimes before your eyes are open. That actually, everything is now gone. How much more the praises of the Lord? What are you willing to spread? Praise God. Praise God. Rise up on your feet this morning. Praise God. 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 Why should you praise him? Because he's holy. There is none as holy as the Lord. None as holy as him. None as holy as him. None as holy as him. Why should you praise him? For his mighty acts. For his mighty acts. Psalm 150 verse 2. For his mighty acts. For his mighty acts. Praise him. For his mighty acts. Again, see a semicolon explaining to you what that means it says praise him according to his excellent greatness can you lift up your voices up unto heaven this morning praise god praise god sing like a minute now
about every item on your expectation sheet. Think about your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. some dance to it. Just shake your body a little bit. Don't be stiff. You're not a statue. Don't be stiff. the sound of my voice this beautiful Sunday morning you've not accepted the Lordship of Jesus at Lofty Heights we don't like bringing our services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to have a relationship with Jesus himself all eyes closed all eyes bowed say these prayers after me dear father I thank you for leading me to your presence this morning I repent of my sins I confess you as my Lord and my Savior, please save me. Make me yours forever. Fill me with your spirit. Saturate my heart with your love. Let your praise continually be in my mouth from this moment on and even forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name. If you've just said that prayer, congratulations. Come and celebrate them. Glory to Jesus. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.